Hello, my fellow rogues. Uh, welcome to Girl Gone Rogue. Uh, this is my first podcast, so go easy on me, okay? <laughs> to give you a little background info, I'm 22, I'm single, and you know, I'm sick of men's shit, but hey, aren't we all? We'll get into that later. <laughs> now, I'm sure you're thinking, why would I listen to this podcast versus all the millions of others out there? And well, honestly, <laughs> but if I can get at least one person to listen who, you know, this actually brightens their day or helps them or they can relate in some type of way, I mean, that'll make it worth it. So let's jump right into today's topic. Today, I want to talk about what it's like to try and date in your early 20s. I mean, besides the fact that it fucking blows. We already all know that. Uh, and also pre-pandemic, because obviously now, like with everybody home, like that's just a whole different ball game. Maybe we'll do another episode on that. But in the general public, when you know when we're not in a pandemic, it still fucking blows. You send a, mu- a few messages back and forth, maybe text for a few weeks, and then I mean, I feel like either nothing happens after that, whether it's like your fault or their fault, but or you maybe meet up. And if you're lucky, you'll get a one-night stand that leaves you feeling probably worse than before. Like, you go into it thinking, like, oh, like, we'll see where this goes, yada, yada, yada. And then, you know, you're calling your Uber on the sidewalk uh, in your outfit from last night, and you have nothing but regret. (laughs) I've personally gone through this cycle so many times it actually kills me to try and even give a guy the time of day anymore. Uh, I'm constantly thinking to myself, like, what is the point? Like, what is the point of knowing where you grew up, what your favorite color is, or that your mom still does your laundry? (laughs) Being, you know, the crazy 20-year-old single girl that I am, I'm looking up your birthday. I'm seeing if her signs are compatible. Uh, We hang out here in a few months, and then, like, nothing ever comes of it. Or you do get into that relationship and then you find out that, oh my God, they're talking to 20 other women. It's like you get in this mindset to meet someone new and you want that relationship. You see other people in your life having this great relationship or in stupid rom-coms that you watch at night and you cry yourself to sleep doing a tub of ice cream and a roll of Oreos. But at the same time, you don't want to go through all the small bullshit it takes to get to that love story part i mean especially with no guarantee that you'll even get there in the first place you know i mean maybe i'm just crazy maybe it's just me but i mean that's how i feel at least i hate the not knowing i hate going into it with no guarantee that this will be worth my time and not only my time but i don't want to waste your time either you know god forbid you do go on a date and it's awkward or it's like the worst day ever and you can just immediately tell in those first 10 seconds that hey we're not gonna work i don't know personally this has happened to me so many times uh and i actually have a specific story in mind that some of you may be able to relate to i think it was last summer yeah it was last summer i was scrolling through instagram And I noticed this really hot guy was tagged in this other guy's photo that I already followed. So, you know, naturally, I clicked on his profile and followed him. He messages me a few days later. I mean, we get to talking. Eventually, we exchange numbers. We start texting. Um, A few weeks goes by. 
it's summertime, like we're both busy. So like we haven't hung out yet. And then one weekend, um, I was out at the bar with some girlfriends and it's like 3am. So, you know, I am not in my prime, like at all, you know, we're like 10 shots deep. Uh, definitely don't want to be making my first impression on this man, but of course I bump into him and, you know, we get to talking, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I end up back at his apartment. We hook up. The sex wasn't the best, but I mean, it was good. Like, like it was sustainable, you know, like, I guess <laughs> is the term boyfriend dick appropriate? I don't know. I've definitely heard that somewhere. I don't know where, but I just feel like that fits the situation. It was sustainable. So me and him keep, you know, doing this like late night hookup thing for a few months. Like it just, it just keeps going on and we don't progress. And I, of course, naturally also have commitment issues. So I'm completely okay with this. I'm completely okay with like staying as a hookup. I don't need anything more from him. I do my own thing. He does his own thing. And then we meet up when we want to. So, but I also do want to put a disclaimer in that. I probably didn't put as much effort in as I should have. Like, he was probably the one texting me a little more, which so I didn't text him back probably as much as I should have. But, you know, that's an issue for my therapist. <laughs> Anywho, fast forward six months, guys. Six months. We're still doing this. Now it's like, what, like midwinter? We're still hooking up here and there. We don't talk consistently. It's always just like a, hey, what's up? Or what are you doing type of text? Nothing deep at all. Like we're not getting to know each other. And I remember my one friend used to always make fun of me. Oh my God. She used to be like, well, what does he do? How old is he? Like, where is he from? And I used to, I remember I used to just literally sit there and be like, um, I don't know. <laughs> like, I think he's like 24, 25. I think he's like a manager of some sort. Like genuinely guys, like I had no fucking idea. But because like all it was to me was a hookup and I was okay with that. But then, you know, six, we're six months deep and like this just keeps happening. And, you know, whether or not I like to admit it, your girl caught the feels, you know, I, I got them. So <laughs> this is so embarrassing. So I caught the feels and I was at work one night and I don't know what was going through my mind, but you know, I, I'm a Scorpio, so I'm crazy, but I don't know what was going through my mind. I just decided to have like a little minor psychotic break and I just message him and I'm like, you know what? I, <laughs> I can't even say this. I go word for word. I literally go, I'm done doing whatever this is. Find another bitch that's it that yep that's what I said mm -hmm. yeah I don't know why I thought that was how I was going to get my point across but apparently that's what I wanted to do <laughs> he then replies this poor guy confused as ever I'm sure because you know my psycho ass one minute is acting like I haven't cared for the past you know now it's like seven eight months and now I'm acting like that annoyed girlfriend that isn't getting what she wants. You know, I'm just like whiplashing his ass. <laughs> one minute this, one minute that, you know, just keep them on their toes, ladies. But it gets better. Then, guys, guess what he says back? The one thing to piss off all women, guaranteed. Not that my message was great, but he then types back and goes, okay dot 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 
And that's it. That's why I decided to kill all men. <laughs> Just kidding. But I didn't talk to him for three weeks after. Because not only was I insulted that that's all he would say back, not even a why or like a what happened, just an okay. And I don't mean okay, a Y. I mean, just like literally O and then a K and then dot, dot, dot. The shortest response besides just sending me the letter fucking K. He might as well have just done that. I didn't talk to him for three weeks, which was unusually long for us. I mean, this is the important part. Ready? You got to listen to this part. I don't talk to him for three weeks. And now that he thinks that I can obviously drop him whenever and that I'm not going to come back crawling to him in his games, that, ladies, is when you have the power. This man's, after months and months of playing games, cracked after only three lonely weeks. And this man messages me three weeks after me going kill Bill on his ass. And not only apologizes for his behavior, but begs me to give him another chance because he wants to get to know me and feels bad for how he didn't put in enough effort before. Like what? What? Hold up. Fuck boy over here is going to, one, admit that he fucked up before. Then he's going to actually say the words, I'm sorry. And then also say that he wants to get to know me now. Like, wouldn't you, if you knew that, if you truly meant that, wouldn't you have wanted to get to know me when you first met me? I mean, maybe I'm just crazy. Maybe I'm just rattling off ideas here. But I feel like seven months into hooking up with someone, like you have a pretty damn good idea if like you want to take this further. And it's not going to take three weeks apart to, you know, realize that. But then again, guys are fucking stupid, so what do I know? I was at work when this happened, and I nearly fucking fainted. Code blue my ass, start CPR because this fuckboy is admitting that he did wrong. Since when? I was fucking shell-shocked. Like, guys, I stared at my phone for a solid 10 minutes just to kind of process what was happening. (laughs) Point being is men hate feeling insecure. The second they feel like, oh shit, like, is she really gone? Is she now going to talk to other dudes and hook up with other dudes? That's when they'll come crawling back because men are more insecure than they want you to believe. Are there just straight douchebags out there who don't give a fuck about anyone but themselves? Of course. But 99.9% of men are not that way. And the second you leave them feeling like, oh my god, like, shit, she's got other options. Or like, damn, like, did I really just lose her? that is when you have the power. And I mean, because it's all a power game, right? You know what I'm talking about when I say power. And if you don't, let me give you a quick breakdown. The power is something that determines the whole relationship between you and this guy. The problem is, is that men always feel like they have the power. Like I constantly see girls always questioning that. I mean, myself included. Always saying, like, I wonder what he's doing. I wonder who he's with. I wonder if, like, what he told me is true. I wonder if he's talking to anybody else. Like, then you scroll through Instagram and you see, like, this fuckboy and, you know, 200 and something other people liked, you know, the hottest girls pick on Instagram, which only makes you feel even shittier. So we need to take this power back. We need 
for the men to be feeling like we are the prize. They're not the prize. You're the prize. And that is the key. It's like that meme that's all over social media. What is it? Like, you're the tequila, not the lime. Am I saying that right? I don't know. I think I am. You're the tequila, not the lime, because you're the main part of it. They're the side piece, right? I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I'm not going to cut it out. So we'll just keep that in there and you guys can let me know if I'm right. (laughs) Nonetheless, the goal in the end, right? I mean, for most girls, you start this whole process of talking to a guy because you're curious to see where it goes. Maybe you can see yourself with them in the future. Maybe you just want to check off a few things on the bucket list of them. But hey, no matter what the reason is, the more power to you, girl. So Do me and this man's talk now? No. (laughs) But does he still try? Oh, hell yeah. Because the way that we left it off, it was my decision. I had the power. Once you get them hooked, they're stuck like little leashes. And I sound psychotic, I know. But 10 out of 10 times this works. And I swear this shit is bulletproof, girlfriend. I swear. You ever hear the saying about how bad you may want them until they want you in return and then you realize that they're not even that fucking great it was just the chase i feel like this happens to me with almost every man i talk to and it's almost like we get this insecurity of not getting that reassurance that hey i like you back and you're worthy of me liking you back i find you attractive And when does a guy ever fucking admit that? When? Never. This is so fucked up to say, but tell me that it's not true. How many times have you had this crush on a guy or girl in the longer that you went without them saying whether or not they like you, the stronger your feelings for them got? Until the day that they validate those feelings and give you that attention you've been looking for, And then all of a sudden, you're like, wait, wait, wait. Hold on just a minute. Mm, Am I sure this is the one? (laughs) It's so fucked up, but you can't deny the truth. Or maybe it's just me. I don't know how many times I've said that in this podcast, but I'm hoping someone can relate so and like validate my craziness. I actually know it's not me. Yeah, I know. I know it's not me because I've talked to multiple girl and guy friends about this who also agree. So I know there's a few of you out there that can relate. I think this wraps it up for my first podcast in the books. Next episode will come out next Saturday, every Saturday. Um, Simply because Saturdays are no longer for the boys. I mean, Saturdays are for the fucking girls, okay? Listen to this before you go out. Listen to it while you're getting ready. Listen to it on a Sunday while you're laying in bed, avoiding thinking about all of the regrettable things you did the night before. Trust me, girl. We've all been there. I'm also debating, depending how popular this podcast gets, to open up a questionnaire portion where you guys can ask me questions and I can give advice or answer some of y'all's questions. I mean, should I really be the one to give out advice to you? (laughs) Probably fucking not. But hey, that's what makes it more fun, ladies and gents. Anyways, peace out, have a great weekend, tune in next week, and let's all go rogue together.